time travel movies, it's almost always about people fixing their past mistakes. Yeah, because when you make mistakes, you know what you want to do? You want to go fix them. And do you know where people make their worst mistakes? I know where I make my most horrible mistakes. Is it in relationships? It is definitely in relationships. Today we're talking about The Infinite Man, a 2014 Australian time travel movie. The other 2014 Australian time travel movie we're talking about in this series. Other than Predestination. It's about a man who just should stop time traveling. If at any point during this movie he just stopped time traveling, everything would be okay. So this guy named Dean, he wants to bring his girlfriend Lana a perfect anniversary. So he schedules his day with activities. Sexual activities. And also, like, some Dutch folk music or something? I mean, why not both at the same time? Anyway, so he plans out this wonderful anniversary by taking her to the hotel that they visited on their last anniversary and trying to recreate the same day. Yeah, by going as far as dressing them in the same clothes. As you can guess, Dean is obsessed with precision and also the past. But plot becomes complicated when Lana's ex-boyfriend Terry comes by to try to get her back. And Terry is a javelineer because why be subtle about imagery? Yeah, he carries a giant javelin and part of the movie hinges on the fact that he is more potent than Dean in yes. any case. Uh, also, I'm not sure someone who uses javelins is called a javelineer, but they are now. Terry wants to ride off into the sunset with Lana and when Dean tries to stop him, he cattle prods Dean. Oh my god, follow that cattle prod over the course of the movie, that cattle prod is the real hero. So then Dean wakes up after being cattle prodder and hears Lana planning to go off and head with him to the beach. And spoilers for late in the movie, it's she's not planning to go to the beach with Terry. It's actually a future version of her planning to go to the beach with Dean. There's a time travel movie. They do that fun thing where since everyone's dressed the same way and everyone is in the same place at the same time, there's a lot of you think you're talking to one version of a character, but you're actually talking to a different one. So Dean wrecks his relationship with Lana and she leaves with Terry. He threatens to set her on fire and also himself on fire. That's extreme. So Dean, like you would, spends a year obsessively building a time machine, which is based on some weird limbic system helmets that record emotional impulses. It d doesn't make any sense how that can physically transport them in time. I mean, what if then you took the first time they time travel in the movie as just the beginning of an extended hallucination? No, that can't be true, because like, a passed out Dean heard a future Lana talking about going to the beach, and he talks to the last Dean on that one phone call. Well, I mean, that could be Dean's mind trying to compensate so he wins in the end. But but he still, like, loses the girl, though. I don't know. It only makes sense because of narrative logic. Say something about continuity. You, Dan, you can't just say say something and expect me to just spitball a point. Why do we even do notes? Get your together, Dan. The point is, he brings Lana back with him to repeat that anniversary day and finally get it right. And because, of course it does, it goes even more sideways because, you know, time travel shenanigans. He ends up getting thwarted by his future self who's planned for the things his past self has already done. He pulls a primer, basically, and tells Lana what to say during the other half of a conversation Dean has with her. It's great because one of her lines is, it always feels like you're controlling me. Turns out he is. You watch that conversation like three times, I think, and each time it's the same conversation with the same words, but you have a different reaction to it as you learn more about the timelines and what's going on. The best part is that the text never stops being true. The argument, like, no matter how facilitated the truth of the conversation is always the same. Yeah, because Dean's a weirdo who's obsessed about this just stupid version of romantic perfection. So, as what happens sometimes with cases of mistaken identity, especially when you wear the same clothes as your time duplicates? Yeah, a year apart. What a bad idea. Anyway, he ends up accidentally trapping Lana in a time loop, which he realizes should mean her death. 
he ends up actually not trapping Lana in a time loop because other things happen off screen that he doesn't know. And the only reason he thinks she's actually trapped in a time loop is because he thinks Lana must be an idiot or something. Yeah, he's really, really controlling to the point where he really underestimates the agency of other characters. He thinks he can control everything and he clearly can't. His obsession causes all of this. At one point, Lana says, if it's not too paradoxical, maybe we could have sex. That's truly the moral of the story because Lana loves Dean, but because Dean hates himself so much, he can't accept that and just kind of becomes a turd. Dean doesn't believe that a woman could love him unless he engages in physics-breaking nonsense. To be fair, so do I. I mean, if he stopped and decided to just make the best of a bad situation, everything would be fine, but he can't do that. Yeah, at the end of the movie, she tells Dean, like, a box of chocolates would have been nice. I actually think that's why Terry is the perfect foil for Dean. Terry lives very much in the moment. Actually, there's one point where Terry's time to duplicate shows up, and the past Terry's immediate reaction is just to stab himself through the chest with a javelin. Chekhov's javelin. (laughs) So Terry lives in the moment. He's always sort of looking towards the future. He actually also has an obsession with one of those chakra bracelet, like hologram bracelets. What are hologram bracelets? What does that even mean? Well, it takes the water in your body and it gives it more exclusion zones. So it turns it into exclusion zone water. What is exclusion zone water? Oh my God, it's living water. It's the fourth phase of water. One time someone asks what Terry wants and he says, I want for the sun to exhaust its fuel and die. Yeah, I mean, Terry is very focused on the future and this technology is the way of the future and he doesn't really think about what went before. He just wants a future with Lana, whereas Dean is very, very focused on the past and fixing past mistakes and making sure the past is perfect. Yeah, when he decides to go back in time, which would fulfill the time loop, with the foreknowledge that he will die stabbed by his past self, he doesn't go back in time to stop his own death or he doesn't go back in time to save Lana from getting trapped in a time loop. He just wants to see her again, which I guess is nice. Yeah, that is nice. It's way better than what Dean wants, which is to control every aspect of her life so that she will love him even though she already does. And at at the end of the movie, he loses the girl because she finally gets fed up by being the MacGuffin that various past and future Deans are trying to win from each other. Yeah, Dean realizes he has issues and he just needs some time to figure out his shit. But it ends on a hopeful note because as soon as he's like, I need to take some time, but I'll come back for you. And then turns to walk away and he sees a future version of himself with like flowers and a box of chocolates that tries to win her back again. I like a darker interpretation of that where it's him from just later that day claiming to have fixed all his problems. Oh, I never thought about that. That's nice. So why is this one of her favorites, Mish? Well, it loves doing that primer thing where they depict conversations where different people have different levels of information. Yeah, it's like a delayed dramatic irony. Yeah, it's great. And it follows one of our Ars Paradoxica morals where if you have the chance to time travel, you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, it kind of makes you ask, what even is a mistake? It seems like Dean could have won the day, or like year, or like three years. Like three years? Yeah, he spends three years trying to get one day right, and just ruins everything. By just, if he just grew as a person in any way, he wouldn't have to go through all of this. I mean, people aren't perfect, and otherwise you wouldn't have a narrative, so like, uh. This is also the only movie on our list that is a rom-com. All of the other movies are like, kind of action thrillers, or mysteries, or dramas. This one is the on- really the only one that we have that talks about romance. And it's certainly not the only romantic comedy. There are a lot of time travel romances. There's about time. There's the time traveler's wife. There's a bunch of subplots of Doctor Who. And as the only rom-com on our list, a lot of time travel movies really try to hit that intellectual sweet spot where it's, ooh, this is convoluted logic. And if you can figure it out, then you feel smart. And it's intellectually stimulating, which let's be real, is why we write our show. But in this movie, it says, okay, sure, you can be 
an erudite scholar of timelines and paradoxes and causality, but really, you're just making yourself feel good at the expense of everyone else. And another thing this movie tells us is that emotions are just as important when traveling in time as intellectual logic and reason. You have to consider not just what objective effects your presence will have on a timeline, but how that might make other people feel. It gives a human element to the time travel that a lot of other stories miss. Well, because the main character, as much as he is the central figure and, I guess, the protagonist, he's not a good guy because he just, he's constantly trying to win back his love, but he never had to in the first place, and his efforts to try to fix what already wasn't broken is what breaks his relationship, and seems like that's a problem that he has in his day-to-day life in other emotional relationships. That's coming back to the moral that we like a lot, which is time travel never fixes anything. It just makes stuff worse. Yeah, how do you count a mistake? I think maybe he should have let himself wreck his relationship with Lana, and that may have put him on a track towards emotional growth and realizing maybe I shouldn't be so obsessed with having this perfect date and having this weird, depressed elephant sex. Yeah, it was one of the Kama Sutra positions. And I just got to give kudos to Lana, who is just so patient with him throughout the entire three-year experience. She still loves him. She doesn't give up, even though she kind of wants to sometimes. She sticks it out and tries to help him see how he can be a better person, and he just doesn't. But the fact that she stays around for so long, geez, just maybe she shouldn't have, but give that girl a medal. Even at the end of the movie, she still says, I love you, but us being together is not good for anybody. Because I've just spent three years at the same abandoned motel not doing anything. Actually, one of those years she is able to leave. Yeah, she like went to the beach. You nice. know, the, the two places in Australia are that motel and the beach. That checks out, right? <laughs> those are the only places I know that exist in Australia. Oh, yeah, I think the Sydney Opera House. Right, 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 right. Of it's course. a Sydney Opera House, a kangaroo standing in front of Ayers Rock, and then that motel and the beach. So we hope all of you, especially the Australian fans among you, enjoyed this episode of Time Lapse. Yeah, we're doing this all for the Money is Time campaign. We're trying to raise funds on Patreon. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Paradoxica. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter. Are we on Peach? What even is Peach? I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's whatever. Anyway, the point is, if, if it's, it's ours Paradoxica, Paradoxica, it's probably, probably us. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll be back next week with some more time lapses. Oh, I was going to do the thing where you You're did not it. doing the bit.